OTB Rugby. Quinny is going at a million miles an hour. And bearing in mind, I didn't pass the ball that often. He was expecting the pass. He got the pass and scores. And in scoring, dislocates his shoulder. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Jonathan Sexton's World Cup reprieve and reaction to it. The GAA greenlights Munster Crusaders clash and the Pumas shock the Wallabies in the Rugby Championship with Eddie Jones leaving a warning for the All Blacks. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. First today, the news broke last night that Jonathan Sexton will be free to play for Ireland at the Rugby World Cup. The Ireland captain has been banned for three matches, having been found guilty of misconduct arising from May's Heineken Champions Cup final. Leinster will also be fined £7,500 for failing to control Sexton during the meeting with La Rochelle at the Aviva, but that fine is suspended until the end of the forthcoming season. So, Sexton will miss the World Cup warm-up matches with Italy, England and Samoa, and it's free to resume playing on August 27th. During last week's disciplinary hearing, Sexton admitted misconduct. The disciplinary committee found his behaviour confrontational and aggressive towards and disrespectful of the match officials. It included his pointing his finger at them and shouting at them, something to this effect. It's a disgrace you guys can't get the big decisions right, probably accompanied, they say, by expletives, most likely the F-word. His conduct was obviously unsportsmanlike, say the EPCR, and brought the sport of rugby union into disrepute. That occurred in one incident after the full-time whistle. It's the only one where Sexton admitted to an act of misconduct. A second investigated incident relates to comments apparently made towards match officials at the medal ceremony, which Sexton claims were made only towards his teammates. A third involves the trophy presentation to La Rochelle, after which he admitted to apologising for his comments to assistant referee Christoph Ridley. Ridley says Sexton was measured and not confrontational at this juncture. Supposed incidents at halftime outside the officials room were not investigated. Referee Jaco Piper said in his written evidence it was clear from his increasing proximity and aggressive demeanour that he wished to confront us and did so intentionally. My assistants were also aware of his hostile reaction and one, Carl Dixon, reached across to keep him at distance before he moved away from us and approached a gathering of Leinster players and staff. The EPCR head of match officials, Tony Sprebury, says Sexton texted him two days later, quote, explaining that he wished to apologise for the way he had spoken to me during the match. A later phone call lasted several minutes, says Sprebury, with Sexton explaining that the emotion of the occasion had gotten the better of him and that he regretted his behaviour towards me. I accepted his apology, says Sprebury. The disciplinary panel said a three-match punishment would have been double, if not for mitigating factors. His early admission of misconduct, previously excellent disciplinary record, and his candour in establishing the misconduct charges level against him went some way to seeing him only receive that three-match suspension. Both Sexton and Leinster have until 4pm on Wednesday to appeal. Many have drawn comparisons with previous misconduct bans, among them an 11-week suspension for Dylan Hartley in 2013 that forced him to miss a Lions tour. More recently, Poe coaches Sebastian Piccaroni and Geoffrey Lampetit were suspended for 10 and 5 weeks respectively for misconduct during a Challenge Cup match against the Cheetahs, while in 2014 Delon Armitage had a 12-week ban downgraded to 8 Munster have confirmed they will play Super Rugby Champions Crusaders at Porky Cueve on Saturday, February 3rd. The GAA's Central Council gave the green light on Saturday for the Cork GAA venue to host the meeting of the URC and Southern Hemisphere Club Champions. 
While it may clash with the Allianz Leagues, Cork sides will be playing away from home that weekend if required. Munster sold out the Pork in November for a Munster South Africa 15 game. Tickets for the Crusaders clash will go on sale next Monday, July 24th at 10am. Family tickets for two adults and two children will start from €50, they say. Eddie Jones remains confident he can get Australia back on track despite an inauspicious start to his second spell in charge. Despite taking the lead through an early Len Ikatau try, the Wallabies lost 34-31 to Argentina in Sydney in their second rugby championship fixture on Saturday morning. It was just the Pumas' fifth ever win over Australia and it's now back-to-back against the Wallabies in the rugby championship. Jones says it may still take some time to get his team humming again. Well, it's interesting, like the... In the first two games, we scored two super tries early in the game. Um, and we moved the ball with fluency and quickly, which is it's how we want to play. Yeah, we want to play with fluency and we want to move the ball quickly. But we're not able to sustain that at the moment. Um, and I can give you a, a fantastic, plausible reason, but you're not going to believe it, so I'm not going to give it to you. Um, so, whilst it seems like it's doom and gloom at the moment, it's not. You know, beating inside um, here is is a fair bit of optimism that we'll be able to change fairly quickly in the, in the next couple of weeks. And yeah. If I was the All Blacks, I'd, I'd look out. Former Wallabies coach Michael Checker is now in charge, of course, of the Pumas and was asked where they improved between last week's defeat to the All Blacks and Saturday's win in Sydney. Yeah, I think the the points of improvement were definitely around our organisation, our, our quick organisation in defence. I think we were much more effective in the contacts as well. You know, we had some good two-man tackles. Uh, we were able to, to get it, you know, make some good contact with Australia and made some small mistakes in defence, but our defence was much more solid together, not individual, right? And I think this is hugely important because... This type of teamwork, we need to work on it more and more and more. So, yes, that was a big improvement from last week um, that we uh, want to bring into this week, uh, to the, uh, the, that we brought to this week and we want to keep continuing with. I feel like w- we need to work on more consistency in our scrum, you know, so that we can be able to make more attacks uh, and, and also we, we may have given away one or two penalties as well. So I want to try and improve that area because it's very um, um, part of the DNA of Los Pumas and I want, to, I want to make sure that that is held at the highest level. So they're, they're probably the, the two things. I look at both ends of the spectrum. I see that improvement in defence. And, and also I think it's one of the best attacking games we've had for a while around possession. I won't always say the quality of the play, but we had last year we had many games without possession, and I think it's something we're trying to work on is to maintain more possession and make more rugby. The teams now have a three-week break with the Wallabies welcoming the All Blacks to the MCG on July 29th. Argentina will head to Ellis Park to play a Springbok side who scored three second-half tries against the All Blacks but lost 35-20 on Saturday. All Blacks head coach Ian Foster was delighted with his side's performance in Auckland. It was obviously a a big game within this championship. Uh, It was built like that. One that we get excited about and pretty delighted with... um, you know, our response to this sort of challenge wasn't perfect, but it showed a lot of intention. Um, I thought we, we had a desire to play, and, and that was exciting. Um, lots of swings and roundabouts in the game, but uh, the way we 
climbed through some of the ebbs and flows and came out on, on top is something we're pretty proud of. Finally, we circle back to a disappointing night in Cape Town last Friday for Ireland's under-20s. They were beaten 50 points to 14 by their French counterparts in the final of the World Under-20 Championship. It was the conclusion of a tournament that was fought in extremely trying circumstances by the Ireland squad and head coach Richie Murphy left South Africa extremely proud of his players' efforts. We started last October by bringing the guys together. We started off with about uh, 50, 48 players, I think, came in at that stage and um, they've then, you know, we've gone through a process of trying to get down to where we are now and with 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 30 players I think um I, you'd have to ask Gus he might tell you something different but I, I think it's been an incredible experience um I, I have to say our coaching staff and our backroom staff um that we have in the 20s is second to none uh Mark uh Willie who's back at home Aaron and uh and, and Andrew Andrew Brown have done a, an incredible job with these guys but the backroom staff as well uh from our medical team to our nutritionists and it's just been a, a huge effort huge team effort to, to get the guys on the pitch um and when they've been when they've been in camp with us, they've been incredible. Um, you know, we've we've a few things that we set out and we try to achieve um, on a sort of a weekly basis where we're we're trying to get better every day. Um, and these guys um, have really done that, and so extremely proud of what we've done. We've been beaten once uh, in a you know in a in a proper sort of competitive match. Uh, all year and obviously a draw against England Um, so I think we can hold our heads very high in in that regard That's it for today's Rugby Daily don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all of our latest rugby podcasts first which will of course include reaction to Jonathan Sexton's three match ban My name is Richie McCormack I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo on Wednesday Thanks for listening